Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life with me, Simon, with Laura. Morning. We're just walking down the driveway of our Gloucestershire residence. A lovely little cottage. Now, we're doing the gate now, the barn gate. This has got to be opened by lifting it. Big swing gate. What are you doing? You're taking a big stick? No. What are you doing then? I think it goes at the bottom of the gate. There you go. Oh. I don't know what we're doing here. The sun's just coming up. Fluffy clouds. It actually looks like it's going to be nicer than the weather's predicting. I hope so. Laura's currently hanging sticks. <laughs> what that's going to do. So we're on to the main road, and it's just a single lane country road. That way is Beverly and a place called Ham, which are both actually too far to walk this morning. That way, I don't know, it's towards Thornbury, but I think we go this way, towards the pub, your natural home. So, yeah, we're taking a walk. It's a very quiet place. I don't know if you can hear. But there's very little around here. It's a bit of a morning mist. It's, uh, it's definitely a beautiful setting. Peaceful. Now, you never know 
when you book somewhere what you're going to get, do you? No. But I think there's a cows in the field here, look, the farmer's field. <laughs> Different walk to what we were doing in Calshot, a walk that I'm already missing. Yeah, we've not got the crunch of the stones. No. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you're right, when you book somewhere, um, especially this time, because uh, the, to trying to find somewhere was really difficult, because... Yeah, and we don't know the area. No. And we needed to be close to Bristol, but also we wanted some countryside. Don't mind doing a bit of driving. Well, even we even looked at staying within Bristol, like within, hotels, but but they just weren't available, or there was just stupid prices. Yeah. But anyway. So we'll get to the cottage a bit later. Let's have a run through yesterday. Uh, saying goodbye to Hampshire, saying goodbye to Calshot, your place where you grew up, your hometown. Mm-hmm. Village. Yeah. Uh, so we got up, we did the walk, did the last bit of packing. And which I hate. I hate the packing part, and I hate, I especially hate it for leaving somewhere. Just very sad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And just I just felt a bit down in the morning. It was a lovely walk, by the way. The walk yesterday morning, the pictures went up. Got a lot of feedback on them because it was a stunning walk. But then it was kind of time to go. We packed up, packing the car. <laughs> it's on the Insta stories yesterday, the last of the Hampshire Diaries. We could not have fit a thimble in that car after yesterday's packing. Absolutely packed to the rafters. The kids had bags under their feet, yeah. bags in between them. They're massive Ikea bags full of stuff. Uh, but we got it in and off we set for a 90 minute drive to Longleat. Yep, one of my favourite places. Which is a stately home and one of the first, got to be one of the first safari parks in Britain, I'm guessing. I don't well, know anymore. Yeah, no, what happened was um, Lord Bath, the, right. I don't know, seventh or something, I don't know, one, the, the guy, the, the eccentric guy, he had the house. Is he the guy who started it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Marquis all... of Bath. Yeah. Right. Um, he had this house and needed to basically fund his lifestyle in the house and yeah. this guy I think you said he was associated with circuses Chipperfield um was it him was it uh, yeah. he he came up with the idea of getting a load of lions and opening up a, a safari so it was the first ever safari outside of Africa um and I think it started with 50 lions yeah. And that's how it started. So basically, yeah, it was a it was a lion safari and it started off like that. So I've been there a couple of times with you. I'm sure you've been a load of times. Easy drive there through the countryside. Got there a lot quicker than I thought. And we just had a It's a stunning place that the, the near whole... the cows. <laughs> a little more. Do they think because I think they probably don't see people very often? <laughs> It's, it's a very like, quiet road. You think they're thinking, ah, it's food. I've just took a photograph of the road. I'm going to take one that way so you can see the way. You can see our cottage on that. Oh, that's why they're moving. There's a bloody bloke driving a 4x4 fruit field. <laughs> I'm going to say he's the farmer. 
So we had a great couple of hours. We had a picnic when we got there. And we said to the kids, Leo and Betsy Pearl, go and find a table. They sat us down right next to the toilets. Well, like Betsy said. If you need to go. Yep. Perfect place. But yeah, it was. Our, I would say it was our first proper picnic that we've had. Yeah. And we all love a picnic, you know, mm. a proper picnic with sandwiches and little cakes and stuff like that. So it was our first one. We had the donuts. Yeah. Which are Jaffa cake donuts. First time for them. They were. They were right. I went for cheese coleslaw and salt and vinegar crisps. Betsy Pearl had marmite and What's quavers. Quavers. What did yeah. you have? I had uh, my favourite sandwich ever, cheese and tomato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so what did we start with in there? We went to... We had a look around the little, what do they call them, stupid little things, simples. <laughs> yeah. What do they call them? Meerkats. Meerkats. Did a meerkat walk through? Yeah, we went to all the little animal walkthroughs. A lot of weird animals I've never seen well, before. The cat otter. The dick dick. The dick dick. Oh god, you had some fun with that yesterday. It was a tiny little dick dick. It was. It was. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Everybody. I'm still having fun with it. <laughs> I, I told you. You said it so many times. I said, right, stop saying it now because it's boring. And, and then, then another woman stood there saying to her husband, "Oh, dick dick. Look at this, a dick dick." <laughs> wow. One for the women. Things. <laughs> so yeah, did that. We uh, had a little play in the fort. We caught the little train, which is a proper little steam train. Yeah, you were disappointed the day before because it was a road train, not, not well, a track it's train. Just a, it's a fake news. It's just a car. <laughs> it's a long This time car. you got to go on the track and have that yeah. feeling. And it takes you past the lake where you can catch the jungle cruise, which we didn't actually do yesterday because the queues were a bit big. And but you get to see the gorillas on their island. Yeah, you saw sea lions. sea lions. Yeah, it's a great. Look, it's a safari park. You know what we saw. But um, but we did the maze. Again, I think yeah. it's the biggest maze in that UK or something. I don't know, but hedge maze. Hedge maze, yeah. Uh, it's a good one. The last time we went there, I couldn't find the middle. We <laughs> got there really quick. You found the end pretty quick today. Got yesterday. there. Yeah, beat the kids, which is a surprise. You're right probably, proud of yourself. I was. Because I'm not a big fan of maze. Why are you scared of getting lost? It's, well, I don't know. I shouldn't say I'm not a big fan. I didn't mind it. But yeah, I like the maze. <coughs> uh, that was it, really. We had a tootle around. We saw a lot more than that. We were there for a good few hours. Yeah, it's a great place. Crocodiles, and actually, I think it's... koalas. I mean, it's a safari, it's a zoo. You see all the animals, tigers, lions. Oh, let's talk about the drive-through. Because that's the first bit really, isn't it? There's an actual car coming down this country lane. Can you hear it from a long way away? Hold on. quite fast. Country drivers in it, they know the roads. <laughs> uh, so the first part of Longleat you stay in your car and it's a drive through safari. Yeah well this is the main attraction. You go through giraffes and zebras and then before you know it you come to a turn off and it says to you 
monkeys, if you go through this gate, your car's going to get damaged. Yeah. Now, obviously, every time we've been to this place, we've been in a higher car. The last thing you want to do is damage a higher car. But the second to last thing you want to do is not see the monkeys. Because <laughs> it is the best bit. So we risked it for a biscuit. Yeah. Laura's instruction were, <laughs> keep driving whatever. And spray the... <laughs> yeah. Keep telling to spray the window cleaner. And it initially looked like there were about six little monkeys in there. There were probably 200. And they all come out. And we're laughing his heads off watching them attack cars in front. They do, they go straight for the aerials. And we probably got through what? Two thirds of it without a monkey coming near. Yeah, and you were like, yes, this We've is seen it, we're almost monkeys. out. It's been brilliant. He heard you, didn't he? There's a pheasant there, look. In the field. Big pheasant. Thank oh you. yeah, I see it. Suddenly, we see all these monkeys doing roly-polies and fighting. And it's so funny, but they're a bit agitated. Then there were three or four on car bonnet. <laughs> Again, you can see a video of this. I had to cut the video short because I was swearing at them. <laughs> uh, they jump up and the first thing they do is go for the windscreen wipers. Laura's saying, spray your thing, spray your thing. But in every car, when you spray your thing, it does the windscreen wipers. Yeah. It's just, it just agitates these little red-arsed fellas even more. And one tried to escape with us on the roof. I think we got out without any damage. Yeah, yeah, no, I did a check. But it's like, whew, that's a close call. Whew, <laughs> thank God we're not doing that again. Straight into deer. Are they deer? With the, there yeah. was stags with massive antlers. And I'm like, well, they're just going to put holes in the Skoda. <laughs> but we went in. You get to feed them, don't you? Well, you don't have to. Well, no, that is true. I mean, you can drive through and look at them like normal people, or you can buy the very expensive cups of food for a pound each, which we did. And you got a cup, and Betsy Pearl got a cup. And down came the windows. Now, these deer, they know the score. And it, But you'd think they'd never been fed either, because... The way they were just sticking their heads in people's cars. We've all seen you've been framed with these clips. <laughs> Camels, whatever. They, they just get their heads straight in. So greedy. So as soon as you put your window down. Oh my gosh. The full head of the deer. Luckily it wasn't the one with the antlers. And they've got quite big heads, you know. <laughs> yeah, straight in. Basically puts her window down, straight in. So the thing is, you think of deer as being these calm, beautiful. Not at tea time. Oh my gosh, they were. It's worth having a look at that video on my Instagram stories on the Bristol Diaries because Laura got bit and I happened to be filming Proper it at the time. Bit my arm, like, because the plan was for me to try and get the food because literally as soon as I got the food in my hand, it was in. Yeah. And I'm trying to turn around to give the kids some food. And as I do it, he proper put his whole mouth around the top of my arm. In the food league, I'm going to say the alpacas we had the other day. Far more polite. They're hungry, they hang around. Yeah. But far more polite. They wait till you've got it in your hand. The deer, the gloves are off. Yeah, I had teeth marks. He's bit me! He's bit me! You went, your accent came. You said I went back. He bit my arm! Hampshire! Yeah. <laughs> and then your advice, which was panicked but really stupid, 
because one with the antlers came over to Leo's side and he's got some food. Just put your window half down. Now these things are the size of horses. So if he pushes his face or antlers against that piece of glass trying to get food, he's going to smash the car window. I'm going, put your window down, put it all the way. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, can you imagine getting a smashed window and we've still got to do all this driving? Who would have thought in that whole safari, the most crazy part of it would be the deer? The chilled out deers. So, lovely time. Bits of it were closed off, didn't matter. Yeah. I'll say this, it's a chav magnet. <laughs> Which you wouldn't think. You wouldn't think it. No, but we are borderline chavs. Huh? Yeah. But but there were some interesting people. We look like Stefan Domoff Gogglebox compared to most of the people <laughs> there. We look like posh country folk. Some very interesting people to look at. Again, a gazillion uh, mobility scooters. The big trip, as well as wild swimming and alpaca walking. Mobility scooters are the big trend in England. So then we were back in the car for what should have been a similar length drive, an hour and a half yep. to our cottage north of Bristol, and an hour and a half, no dramas, how wrong we were. We, uh, we made it as far as the outskirts of Bath, or Bath as you probably call it. I did call it Bath, yep. Uh, you were asleep. Well, I, I wasn't feeling too great. I hadn't. No. Yeah. Leo was. Leo sleeps every time he stops moving. Is there an? There must be an animal that does that. Every time it stops, it sleeps. That's what he does. If he sits down, he sleeps. If he lays down, he sleeps. So he's asleep in the back. And we hit. You know that thing where there's a. They make it down to one lane on a road. Yeah. So there's traffic lights. So you have to wait for the guys coming back. We hit a row about four of them, just as we were coming into Bath. It took an age to get through. Probably you know, half an hour to get through these traffic didn't lights. didn't have my dad telling us the road no. traffic. And the Skoda sat-nav, even though it's got a traffic setting, refuses to tell you where there's any traffic. No, and then there are roads closed, bridges shut. Well, the bridge across the River Avon, I think it is, that goes through Bath. We got right up to the bridge, it's closed. So then we have to go right back up to where we were coming into Bath to get out. But a sat-nav in a modern car... I don't get it. ...should be up on those kind of things. Yeah. It's, oh, it was so annoying. And then, yeah. So then we had to go across another toll bridge, which was a tiny single-lane toll bridge absolutely beautiful like a medieval bridge well it was just a guy stood there with his hat he, well he had a weird thing nearly like a frying pan <laughs> that you chucked a quid in and i'm like eh, are they just they, and he like it was like young girl young guy and i'm thinking they're yeah. just making some money here a bit of busking but from there to chipping sodbury yeah is it chipping norton chipping norton yeah it's chipping sodbury as well chipping Oldbury. anyway from, it was just traffic and it took us probably an hour longer than it should have we're passing a field now with about 60 brown cows in these ones are a bit quieter what would you say about the cows though Laura well they are all stood up they're all stood up they're all saying Simon Laura enjoy your day welcome 
to Gloucestershire. Well, I've, I've got my thick hoodie on today and my hat, and I'm all right. Yeah. I panicked when I opened the curtains. What was the morning. temperature? Was it about 10? Yeah, a bit. I think so, but it actually feels warmer than that. Oh, this nice. one here is looking at us. Morning. Woo. Say no. No, if you turn around then, if you recognised it. He can talk to the animals. <laughs> uh, so probably five miles away from the cottage, we were suddenly on single lane roads. And this is, whilst terrifying to drive, a thing of beauty for me. Absolutely gorgeous. And you know, you're having to do that thing where you let other drivers through. Yeah. I love it. Just taking some photos of the cows. Look at them all looking at me. I know. Morning. Aww. Aww. They look quite cute. Um. So, sorry, just lost oh. my track. So, we, yeah, little country lanes. All I wanted to do was get here before it went dark because there's well, it, no street lights. But it's never nice, no matter where you're going on holiday, arriving to your room, your house, whatever, at night time, because it feels different, don't yeah. you think? But we did it. We got here about half five. And remarkably, the sat-nav on the car, because I'd programmed it while we were back in Calshot, got us right to it. And we pulled up outside and look at that, Laura, a massive steaming pile of manure. It is steaming. Right, that is a 40 foot long pile of steaming manure, which is how is this podcast has been described. Desperate Dan, is that, <laughs> is that the one? Whatever he's putting that on is going to grow. So we pulled up at the cottage, it's got the proper, what do you call them gates? Like a farmhouse gate, big huge gate, but it's already open. And that is huge, isn't it? It's in this, it's not a little garden by any means, but it is surrounded by trees, hedges. It's on the road, but it's secluded from the road. And it is just the prettiest little cottage. You can see pictures of it on the Instagram. Yeah. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah, no, it is. It is, and I think we've got a a lot of places to explore yeah and it's it's a weird one because i think last night i was feeling yeah, you quite sad and and obviously like i just said bye to my mum and dad and i had that really like horrible feeling when you say bye to people hey i hate that feeling and i missed them instantly yeah and then i also had that feeling of well we're here now it's literally days. Yeah, but that's like thinking, oh, it's only days till we fly back. No, I know that. And I, well, I do have break. that feeling as well. I have that feeling of this is the second. You've got to learn to switch that trip. off. I know, I know. Because otherwise, I, it can you can go on a two week holiday and ruin the second week by thinking we've only got a week left. Yeah, no, I understand that. But I, I, last night I had that, like, I couldn't get it out of my head. And, you yeah, know, you I'm, weren't with me and I was absolutely buzzing. It's, and I've, I feel better this morning, you know, and I'm excited to, you know, drive around these places, but also yeah. excited to go and find out. I'm excited to do breakfast with the kids. But Betsy the, Pearl but just popped up. The places where Leo will be, 
because yeah. you know like it was a very different experience for us choosing universities because you're doing it literally all via the internet yeah which is a weird way to choose a university but that's i mean i think a lot of people had to do that this year regardless of whether they lived here yeah. or not but yeah so it, that that i'm excited about um so yeah it's but we got here last night we walked in the cottage has got a utility room that's the size of a kitchen and it's got a proper country kitchen with an auger and nice wooden pine table a little hallway upstairs and then a, a cute little living room with an open fire which we got going last night three bedroom upstairs it's beautiful it's lovely I, I will be posting way too many pictures just walking through a little wood now we're coming up to the junction i've got to get my head around the bins though a lot of bins well <laughs> and the thing is in the uk not everybody does it the same way each is it i don't know counties yeah, or each, each council town, each district yeah they, everybody does it slightly differently so here does it differently to how my parents do it so literally there's a different bin for every material and there's even food waste bin so i'm like what i just i've got to not put anything else other than food in this bin so it's, it's quite a weird thing to get your yeah. head around so i'm <laughs> this morning i'm like right we've got to work out the bins yeah last night we drove where we're walking now it's just one road we drove through a little hamlet called ham which is i want to get a picture i think we're near it uh it's, it's called ham and uh, just after that is a tiny little town village i'm guessing called barclay berkeley barclay and should we turn around yeah we've done about 20 minutes how far yeah that's it that'll be a three little, kilo walk so we went to barclay the plan had been we still want to try the vegetarian burger king <laughs> which we've not tried been here two weeks and the plan was to pick one up somewhere between Longleat and Bristol. The thing is, you never drive through anywhere big enough. And Laura had told me there was one in Thornbury, which is close to us. It's the nearest sort of town. Couldn't find it. So we ended up just driving up to Barclay. And there was a chippy that sells everything. Donkey babs. For a little place, there was a, there's a chippy, there's a Chinese, there's an Indian takeaway. So a couple of little supermarkets, a yep. one-stop and a co-op. So we parked up, we put his food order in. The chippy's cute because they only allow two customers at a time, and as soon as you order, you have to go and stand out on the street. So it's like a little community out yeah. on the street, all waiting for their orders. And you know when you think people can tell you're not from round here. I uh, do you know what. I always feel like that here and I think in these small villages especially yeah they they knew they were like am I right I can't talk because as soon as I talk I'm from the north yeah but what these people don't know is not just from the north we're from Dubai so we're even foreigner yeah. foreigner so we ordered this food we walked along to co-op it's a little co-op cyclists coming towards us now in the morning Watch this. Morning. He said morning, all right. He got an extra word in. I'll he, get him tomorrow morning. He heard you because you've, he heard you from way back saying, I'm going to say morning. Do you reckon? Yeah, because you've got a loud whisper. So, we went along to co-op. 
and it's all exciting because it's foods we can't get <laughs> even the simplest things yeah and as we were coming out it's a very narrow shop with only a couple of aisles as we're coming down the aisle towards the till there was a lady shelf stacking i'd got a little trolley now she's right in the middle a bit like when you get the horses on the road in Bewley. <laughs> and all she had to do was hutch forward to the shelf and I could get round. Yeah. So I kind of went towards her and uh, I, think, I don't know if I said excuse me, I think I was on the way to saying it. And she stood up to get out of my way and she went, you're not going to get past with me there. Yeah. Like really nasty. Yeah. She wasn't very happy, was she? And then uh, no, and I went, oh yeah, sorry. You know. And then go to the till. The lady, the lady at the till is lovely. She's talking to obviously one of her regulars. Well, You're right, Pam. You're right. It's lovely to see you I again. I don't know if she did know it, but she was very polite to her. So friendly. Yeah. And they're having a little country chat. Then we come up next, and I said, "Oh, could I buy a couple of bags, please?" Yeah. We'd forgot ours. She threw two carrier bags at me. <laughs> just didn't say a word. And then word. she didn't say a word to us for the rest of the time, which I just thought... So rude. And we were being so polite, like, yeah. oh, thank you very much, yep. And we always are. But, I, uh, yeah, I felt it. I, I thought, whoa. Well, not very nice at all. Just taking a photograph of the steaming dung. Because even that is in an idyllic setting. <laughs> yeah. What's, Not the nicest. What's the term for that when yeah. I don't know what it is. Only like the local folk. Well, I'm not sure it's xenophobia. I think xenophobia is on country. Localised xenophobia. But yeah. But anyway, not the nicest of welcomes. We went back to Chippy. They were very friendly. He was a lovely guy, the guy in the Chippy. Yeah. Campers Christmas. Uh, and then we popped to a little petrol station, picked up some wood. And some ketchup and mayonnaise. That was a weird shop. <laughs> I bet you thought barbecue. Yeah. And then we shot back home at sunset. We got in the house. We sat down with the kids around the table. And I don't know if it had been a bit of a stressful day. We'd done lovely stuff, but... It was another long day. You know, it was a It lot felt of like we were finally unwinding there as we sat there with the kids eating pizza. You did a chip advisor for Barclay Fish and Chips and... <sighs> Exciting news. Yeah, well, I you gave it a nine, one. but Leo was not happy with me. Well, Leo's a bit of a chipster. He, He's a hipster he, chipster. He said my my chip ratings have been all over the show and said, yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know. It's really hard having the, the responsibility of being the chip advisor. Look, if you're going to become a food critic, Laura, <laughs> you have to stick by... Yeah, baby, look... You have to stick. Morning, cows. Well, it's hard now because I've, I've put a nine out there, you know, and then... Well, that's high. Yeah. You can't get much higher than a nine. Exactly. I mean, well, ten would be the perfect chip, and I don't know if that's there. Lovely, this, isn't it? Ah. Oh. oh, looking at us, look. Oh, look, the mummy's uh, feeding its baby over there. Oh. I love being out in country. Look at them all looking. I'll oh. put a little video of this on, I reckon. They heard me. They were like, oh. Do you know what? Let's do a photo. This could be today's podcast photo. Me, you and the cows. I'll do. So, 
Just lovely to sit down with the kids. I had a 0% Guinness. Uh, we had his pizzas, you rated the chips controversially. And great news, the house has got a fantastic shower. Hold that, on a minute though. That can be make or break. But what has it got? What? It's got the... Uh... Septic tank? Yes. Well, it's countryside, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but... You should be used to this. Yeah, I know, but... I, I was, it did make me chuckle when... I it's not to... like your dad's septic tank where we have to save bath water and all share a bath. Well, I reckon the, the owners would love it if we did that, but... Yeah. But yeah, as soon as I get into the toilet, we have a septic tank. <laughs> Please only flush toilet paper down the toilet. Which... I, that's all we're flushing. Yeah, I only do that anyway. I, I would never flush anything else. I really wanted <clears> to post. I went first to go to the toilet upstairs last night, and the toilet, because it's a cottage, it's got them low windows. So when you sat on the toilet, you're looking out on the garden, you're looking out across the farmer's fields. Somewhere up in the uh, woods behind us, there is actually a tiny little church called St. Michael's. And I can't see it, but I, I was wondering... The wondering if the vicar there. could see you having your morning dump. Mary, Mary, someone's down in the cottage <laughs> and uh, he's got no clothes on. But, but yeah. Yeah, no, it was nice. We had our showers and got ourselves sorted and... Watched Grand Designs. What a place to watch Grand Designs. Place where you want to live. And we watched... Gogglebox, new, new series. New Gogglebox. Bit sad, because I know there's been some deaths this year. Yeah. I think we were all a bit beat. I built an open fire, got us a fire going, which was lovely. And that was that. Yeah, and here we are now. We've, uh... First morning walk. Now the problem around here is, it is a little country lane. And it's about three miles to Barclay. And even further down to Thornbury. So these walks aren't going to be as... They're nice, but I don't think it's going to be as interesting as the cow shop walk for us. Here we are, public footpath, Laura. Oh, yeah. So I was looking at the rights away, because normally around these ways there's lots of rights away. There's a deer park and a folly not far from us. So this is where we can cut in. So maybe we'll try this later. Let me have bring a Betsy. Oh, we might need some wellies, though. It's gated off, but it's a public footpath, and I think you go right up the hill... And then through the woods, it's beautiful morning, it's all mist on the trees. Hey, the blackberries are following us. Yeah, plenty of them. I just want to um, also give a little mention to Rachel and Rebecca, both both live in Dubai. Right. Um, but they've said the podcast has helped them get through at the minute. Rebecca's one of the performing arts lot and... Rachel, she is here currently with her daughter. I think I mentioned her before. Um, her daughter's also going to Bristol. Well, look, So I think if you're going through that this year, you're experiencing what we're experiencing, especially Laura, with the emotions. But if, you th if it's going to be next year, or the next couple of years for you, because we'll be doing this again in two years with Honey, uh, we're going to try and capture the emotion yeah. over the next couple of days. What day is it today? It's Saturday today, isn't it? Yeah, well, actually, I've woken up to Honey, who's in Dubai, messaging me, saying she's struggling a bit today. She's missing us. Yeah. And that makes me feel really sad, because obviously I'd much rather have her with us. Well, I keep um, saying that to her. But yeah, she's she's struggling. She's missing us a little bit. And um, 
Yeah, so... Yeah, so we're, we're going to try and reflect that. It's Saturday today. We've got until Friday. Leo moves into his accommodation on Friday. He's going to see his mates. A few of them live around this area, so they're going to meet up one day this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomorrow, I think. Yeah. I mean, he said last night, we've not even made a plan for Bristol yet. And Laura's a meticulous planner. I know. And he said last night, he's like, right, tomorrow morning, we'll go down to Bristol. We'll have a look at the accommodation. And I'm thinking, what? We'll just sit on the road outside and have a look at it. So you can tell he's itching to go. Yeah. I almost feel like saying to him, go and stay with your mates for a week. <laughs> Let us enjoy it. No, he would. Um, but yeah, so let's... We have, so we don't actually know for the first time really what our plans are today. I don't know what we're doing today. I'm going to have to get my folder, my calendars, the pencil and rubber. Here's what I know we are doing. Because our little girl just came out in her pyjamas and socks into that cold misty garden and gave us a cuddle. So I know that we're going back to the house. We're going to have some hot drinks, some lovely toast and have a bit of family time, which I just can't wait for. Yeah. So again, as usual, I took a lot of photos on this walk today. I'll post them in a bit, along with the podcast. Thanks for listening. Yes. I want to say hello. A guy has just sent me a message last night, seeing that we were in this area, and said we could go to Cadbury World. So hello to Rob Williams. Is that not Birmingham? He says he gets a decent discount on Cadbury World if we fancy it with the family. Oh, I've, no, I don't. I've, do you know I've never ever been and it's somewhere I've always wanted to go and I thought about taking my students a few times. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? We, we may go. So thanks Rob for that. I have read it. And thanks for keeping us company with your messages and your listening. We got quite high in the uh, podcast charts with the last couple of days podcasts. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Goodbye. The end. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.